Welcome to the Body Love Mindset Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Shan Elizabeth Clay. I'm a weight loss coach who's here to tear down diet culture and show you a whole new way to think about health, food, and fitness. Body Love Mindset Connection is about learning to love who you are right now while pursuing your happiest, healthiest, highest vibe self. So let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Body Love Mindset Connection podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Clay, and I am so excited to be here with you today because today I'm sharing with you something that I wanted to share for a long time um, and just haven't had the right platform to do so. And that is the story behind my 100 pound weight loss. I have shared bits and pieces of it on my blog. I've shared bits and pieces of it on Instagram, but I've never really just gone from like point A to point B of how it all went down, how I lost 100 pounds and kept it off three over three years later. Um, so let's get into it. Let's get into how this happened. Because honestly, if I look back at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I still can't believe I did it. But um, I did. And this is how. So my story, I again, I've now shared twice now that I stood in front of the mirror, had a little self-love talk, started a fitness program the next day, and yada, yada, yada. What I have not shared was what happened the day before I did that look in the mirror self-talk. And what I did the day before was one of the biggest catalysts for change of my entire life. And that was I ended a relationship with a toxic person in my life, the most toxic person in my life. And this person um, was a pivotal figure in my life and had a lot of influence in my life and had a lot of influence over the person that I was and um, had a lot of control, as much as I hate to admit it, over the person that I was. And to my very detriment, anyone who's ever been in any sort of relationship with a toxic person knows exactly what I'm talking about. And especially if you've ever been in, um, had a relationship with like someone who's a narcissist, then you definitely know what I'm talking about. But I made the decision to completely end that relationship. And that was the big catalyst for change because all of a sudden I was like, okay, if I'm not who this person says I am, then who the fuck am I? And I remember being like, who am I? And then that turned into who do I want to be? Who do I know that I am inside? And that's when I realized that if I really wanted to, you know, put my stamp on the world, then I had to step into who I was and show who I was. Because the other truth is too, again, if anyone's ever ended a relationship with a toxic person, that toxic person generally goes and talks some crap behind your back. And I was not going to play into that game. The best solution I could think of was to be the complete opposite of whatever that person was saying that I was. So if they were saying I was lazy, then I was going to do the complete opposite of lazy. If they were going to say X, I was going to do Y. Like 
I just wanted to prove that I was not who that person said I was. I was not who that person, you know, dictated who I should be. I was going to be who I wanted to be. And I realized I was starting from scratch. I could literally be anybody. Like when you have been so torn down and then you step back and you realize that you get to completely rebuild yourself, like I viewed it as this incredible opportunity to build myself into the person that I wanted to be. And so that's when that the next day I had that self-love talk in the mirror and I realized that I was perfect just the way I was, like as a human being, and I was going to love myself as a human being, and I was going to treat myself the way I would treat any other person that I love, which was with care and with kindness and being gentle, and I was going to start doing all those things for myself. That was going to be my big act of self-love um, because at the end of the day, I was tired of feeling like I wasn't good enough. I was tired of feeling like I was this like unlovable person. And I was going to show that, no, 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 I am very much a lovable person. (laughs) I am very much good enough. If not anything, I am great. (laughs) And I was going to show that. I was going to prove that to the world with my actions. And that's what really set things off. The next day after that self-love talk, I started my first true fitness program. I had tried kind of fitness programs in the past, but as I mentioned before, I would quit after like a week or two. So I never really counted those. The program that I started the next day was a 90 day program. And this time I approached it from the place of, I'm going to do this because I want to get stronger. I want to show my body what it's capable of doing. And I just want to feel as strong on the outside as I felt on the inside because getting rid of a toxic person is an incredible act of strength. And you feel that strength. Like you do. You feel powerful when you put up that massive boundary. It's an exceptionally powerful feeling. And I wanted that powerful feeling to be reflected on the outside. And so I was going into my new fitness program with that mindset that I just wanted to build strength. I wanted to feel as strong on the outside as I felt on the inside. And each day I showed up with that mind. And yes, it was incredibly hard. Like I was doing a really advanced fitness program at my heaviest weight and it was physically one of the hardest things I've ever done next to my half marathon. Um, But each day I just took it one day at a time and focused on how strong could I get today? How proud of myself could I be today? How hard could I push myself today to reflect how I felt on the inside? I realized during that period that I deserved absolutely everything in the world, that everything I had ever not been given or had been taken away or been told I didn't deserve, I realized I deserved all of it. And not only that, but that I was capable of getting it. After forever of being told that I was not capable of much, 
I realized I'm capable of it all. And I was going to go after it. I was going to, again, prove to every last soul that I'm extremely capable and that I can do whatever I say I want to do and that I deserve whatever results I get. So if I get incredible results from putting out my best energy, then I deserve that. I deserve it. And I was going to chase everything that I felt I deserved. The other thing too that was a big difference is I stopped caring about weight loss. I genuinely stopped caring because that's no longer what it was about for me. I now focused on caring for my body and loving my body at every single stage it was at. Every single time I looked in the mirror, I made the choice to love what I saw looking back at me. And it was a choice because again, if you have ever felt very down on yourself, you'll know that it's very hard then to look in the mirror or have a positive thought about yourself when you've spent like decades of negative thinking and negative thoughts and you've almost conditioned your eyes to look in the mirror and pick out all the negative things. I started retraining myself that every single time I looked in the mirror, I pulled out something that I loved. Even if it was really simple, like, you know, I have a mole on my face and I was like, I really like that mole today. <laughs> you know, I would just pick out whatever I could so that I was always saying something positive about myself. I was always loving myself regardless of what anyone else thought. Because the truth is people don't think you should love yourself at that size. We People can say whatever they want about body positivity, yada, yada, yada. When it comes down to it, people genuinely don't think you should love yourself. So that was an act of rebellion on my part. It was an act of rebellion to say, I'm going to love myself at every single size. I'm going to do what's in my best interest at every single size. And I'm going to treat myself like a goddess at every single size. And carrying that attitude through my journey propelled me so fast. It just propelled me through my journey because all of a sudden I was focusing on all the right things and completely forgetting about toxic diet culture. Toxic diet culture was gone for me. I just did not buy into it. I no longer put any weight or value into anything that came out of diet culture because diet culture is, I mean, it's, my gosh, it's another toxic relationship. So I ended that one too, <laughs> now that I think about it. But I was done with diet culture. It brought no value to my life. And all I've learned over the past couple years, past few years, I guess I should say, is that diet culture says what it says to sell you stuff. It is not interested in having you actually be healthy. It is not interested in actually having you have a healthy relationship with food. It is not interested in having you actually lose weight. That is not what diet culture is there for. Diet culture is there to make money. So um, I rejected all of that. And I started going, okay, if diet culture says this, what do I think is the truth? And that's when I started going on to the inside and going, well, no, I don't believe that, you know, X, Y, Z is uh, unhealthy food. I believe I can eat that and, you know, do what I need to do and it will make me feel good. I know that was kind of vague, but my point is I stopped thinking about things in terms of unhealthy and healthy and good and bad and all this other stuff and instead focused on what did I think was right for my body? 
what felt good for my body, what fueled my body. It doesn't matter what fueled somebody else, what fueled me. It doesn't matter if something else makes someone feel really, really good, what makes me feel really, really good. And that began the approach that I started to take towards everything, especially food. When it came to food, I focused on what makes my individual body feel good. And I started learning that juicing made me feel really good. And that was probably because I wasn't, um, prior to that, I wasn't really eating that many vegetables or fruits or anything. So my body was probably like, woohoo, we're getting like vitamins and nutrients and minerals and stuff now. So that's probably why I felt so good when I first started juicing. Um, but I learned that a lot of these things made me, made me feel really, really good. And some other things made me feel not so good. Like I learned personally for me, meat does not make me feel well. So I stopped eating it. And again, that's just me. Lots of people, meat makes them feel great. Go ahead, eat it. But for me, it did not make me feel well. So I chose to listen to my body and go, I'm not going to put in something into my body that does not make me feel good regardless of what other people say. If something makes me feel good and fuels me and gives me energy and lights me up, I'm going to eat it. And that was my approach to food. I also took the approach of I can make anything I like to eat vibrant because I started going, okay, if I like to eat, say, fajitas, how do I make the most vibrant, colorful, um, nutrition-dense fajitas I possibly can. And that began how I began to make my meals. How can I make things as nutrient-dense, as vibrant, as colorful? How can I make my plate so colorful? And when I started approaching food from that point of view, it all just started to fall into place. It didn't. I didn't have to think about calories. I didn't have to think about these other things. I was focusing on what was fueling me and what made me feel so good. And it just started to fall into place. Yes, there were some things that I had to consciously make different choices for. Like um, when you're used to eating lots of sugar and processed sugars, it's hard to immediately stop that. So I had to find supplements for that. And for me, um, a supplement for sugars was dates and peanut butter. Dates are super, super sweet very good for you. And it's extremely hard to binge on them. Like I, I dare anyone to try to binge on dates and peanut butter. <laughs> very, very difficult. But it's very satisfying when you are craving sugar and a little bit of fat. So I found ways to give myself what my body was craving in just better fueling ways because that gave me energy to go do whatever it was I needed to do. Um, and so really the focus was on how do I just feel my best? How do I make myself feel my best? And that's when meditation started to come into play. At first, I had no idea how to meditate. Um, sitting down and doing traditional meditation just wasn't for me. So I started doing meditative coloring. I got uh, an adult coloring book. I got a whole bunch of pencil crayons. And I started meditating at night. And I started doing... Um, those type of activities. I started doing like some other sort of art projects at night during the times when in the past I would have turned to food either out of boredom or for comfort or anything like that. I just chose something different that equally made me feel well. And so that's where my med meditation practice started to come in. And that's why I recommend meditation to everybody. Oh my gosh. It is a way to connect 
to your whole self. And when you're starting a journey of rebuilding yourself or you're trying to make massive changes in your life, getting to know yourself on an intimate level will do you so much good and it will help you process and will help you learn the ins and outs of your body too. Like I became very aware of how my body feels at any given moment. I became very aware of the type of thoughts that I have. And I became very aware of the type of energies that I put out and give and receive. I became very aware of all that stuff through meditation. It was incredibly helpful. And meditation led me into yoga. And yoga was a big... um, It was a big part of my life for a few years because it was, again, one of the things that taught me that my body can do incredible things at any size. And I learned that I could ask my body to do things that I thought were too hard or that I thought my body type couldn't do or someone at my size couldn't do, and it would do it. And it was very eye-opening that It was never my body holding me back. It was never my size holding me back. It was never my weight holding me back. Yoga taught me that it was me holding me back. It was always me. And yoga taught me that I can actually do anything. And I just kept going from there. I kept bringing in new things into my life. I started doing some running and I'll never forget I literally um, said to my husband, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. He was like, what? Like you haven't been for a run like ever. And I was like, I'm just going to go run like two, three kilometers. If I have to walk it, I will, you know, what have you. And at that point I hadn't quite appreciated how far along my journey I had gotten. I hadn't quite appreciated how far along my fitness had gotten. And I went out for that run and I felt like a million bucks. I, the smile on my face must have been radiating. People in cars must have thought I was just crazy smiling like a, like a huge smile across my face while I was running. And I ran the entire thing and I came home and I realized I hadn't stopped. I felt great. I probably could have ran a little bit further. And that's when I realized like, okay, I'm becoming the fit person that I always wanted to be. I'm becoming the person that I knew I was on the inside. I'm becoming that energetic, vibrant, you know, live life out loud person. That's who I always knew myself to be. And I could feel myself truly starting to step in that person. And that's when I started to take running even further and further and further until eventually I ran a half marathon. Um, I think it was a year and a half later. I literally went from running two kilometers to running a half marathon in a year and a half. And the journey that that took me on um, changed my life. Running running that half marathon changed my life. Um, the mindset work that you have to do to overcome that kind of distance, that kind of pain, that kind of uh, everything completely changed me as a human being. And then I fell back into fitness programs when my half marathon was done. and. I started focusing on strength training again and I just it everything just took off and all of a sudden I turned around and I realized I had lost 100 pounds and I've lost 100 pounds without thinking about losing 100 pounds. I had lost 100 pounds without 
I don't want to say without realizing it, but I got down to a really small size without realizing it. Um, And because that wasn't my focus, I didn't weigh myself. I don't think I weighed myself really much that entire time. Even to this day, I haven't weighed myself in about two years. Um, I just strictly go by clothes size. But to be able to lose 100 pounds without it being the intention shows that it was the lifestyle. I had created a lifestyle for myself. I had created a new life for myself. I had created new mindsets, a whole new way of thinking. I had just completely changed everything about how I thought about life and weight and health. And the result or the um, side effects of doing that was the 100-pound weight loss. But the 100-pound weight loss stopped being the goal pretty much on day one. So living intentionally and doing things intentionally for myself and to make myself feel like the best person I could possibly be and to feel like I was living the best life I could possibly live, focusing on that is what created the weight loss that I had always dreamed of, if I'm being honest. And that's what I hope when I coach people is that they realize that it's the lifestyle that you're chasing. It's the what the lifestyle gives you that you want. The weight loss will come. That'll be a side effect of all the other things you're doing. But don't let it be the goal. Let living your life be the goal. Let living your best life be your ultimate goal and why you do every single thing you do. Every single time you go to exercise, let it be about being alive. Every time you go to eat, Let it be about feeling your best, fueling your body, and feeling like you're living your absolute best life. If you approached your health journey, if you approached uh, health and fitness from that point of view, who knows where that could take you? It can take you so incredibly far. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. I'm going to leave you with that thought that maybe it's not about weight loss. Maybe that shouldn't be the end goal. Maybe the goal should be, how do I live my ultimate, best, most vibrant life? What happens if I do that? What will become of me if I do that? What will happen to me if I make that my primary focus? Where will it take me? So guys, that's all I have for today. That is my story in a 20-minute nutshell. Maybe I'll go in further in depth down the road, but that that's that's what I have for today. I hope everyone has a great day and I'll talk to you guys next week. That's the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect further, you can follow me on Instagram at Shannon Elizabeth Clay, or you can visit my website, www.shannonelizabethclay.com.